Let's go, queens. Let's go, girls. That was more Rosalina from Mario Kart. She's such a drag queen. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Oh, that's Jamal texting over there. And yeah, I Stoney's also texting. Okay, great. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another fun episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, you done now? Yeah, I was just checking my Headspace app. Wait, did we already? Mm. Did you already hit record? Are we doing the podcast? Yeah, we definitely told you that we were oh, hitting record. Shit. My bad. Sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> gosh. Jeez. Not this again. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another fun episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever, ever will be. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happened in this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Oh, yes. That's heating up the competition. We have a fun runway this episode. It's the Rusical episode. Yeah. Yeah, we love a rusical, honey. Uh, I'm yes, just like, do. is it time to get off the ride? Yeah, at least it feels like the ride is going, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> we're still cranking out episodes. I shouldn't get ahead of myself, huh? Yeah, there's so many episodes. So <laughs> there's just so many episodes. <laughs> this is like a full a full season of like Drag Race UK has already happened, and we've only lost four people. <laughs> oh man, that's a good point. <laughs> Fuck. Never mind. Yeah. I saw like someone on Twitter. I think I retweeted. I don't remember who did it, but it was like nine queens remain. It was like, we're on, <laughs> we're on like episode eight now. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like half life. Basically like <laughs> we've had eight episodes and four queens leave. Oh man. Yeah. Well, when you put it that way, my goodness, I'm ready for bitches to leave. I'm tired of bitches getting saved. Well, here, let me, I'll wait. Let's start, let's start, let's Let's wait. I'll get into it later. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Let's start this on a positive note. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> We're doing fabulous. Um, the weather is a little warmer. It looks a little breezy, but I'm getting my ass outside today and going on a walk. It's like 37 Ooh. degrees here, so we're all celebrating. Oh, my God. It's like the first time <laughs> it's been above freezing since like... Heat wave, girl. Since like yeah. January 30th or something. Yeah, and the <laughs> snow actually stuck around, so the trail looks... Um, you know walkable though so that'll be fun yeah i did want to ask how that snowstorm i sent your way went uh my back is killing me like i haven't shoveled snow like that in a very long time we got at least 13 inches where we were in town Ooh. thank goodness we have a two-car garage now but um our driveway is very long so we had quite a workout and had mm. to do it in shifts yeah, shoveling driveways is not like very fun. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I definitely skipped my workout that day, but you know we probably burned hella calories though. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my hamstrings were on fire. It was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad we had power though. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the main thing. It could like, be worse. Yeah, it could have been way worse. Like, I mean, Seth, of course, was out of power for a while. My sister was in Texas and was um in Austin, 
with um, her boyfriend, and I have a lot of friends in Texas throughout throughout Texas, and my goodness, what a shit show. So, you know, our hearts and energy, our warmest energies go out to the people in Texas, but yes, it could have been worse. Yes, it could have been worse. I, it's been a while since I've had 13 inches myself, but... <laughs> But, you know, you guys survived, so congratulations, honey. That's right. You know, um, Mother Nature gave us a bunch of snow, so we're just out here enjoying it, trying to trying to live the winter wonderland fantasy. Yes, girl. Very cool. Yeah, I guess um, not too much to update you all on, except for that I did have power, and I wanted to thank you all for being patient. I know we kind of rushed basically two episodes out at the same time so you guys had like a lot dumped on your plates <laughs> last week <laughs> yeah we wanted to make sure you got an episode listeners but um i mean when life happens you kind of just have to go with the flow and we did our best and you know you could always just listen to the episodes back to back and make it a nice big old party <laughs> <laughs> yes girl it's a double feature show oh yeah Make sure you get extra popcorn with extra butter. Ooh, our fave. <laughs> yes, honey. It's it's keto if you put a lot of butter on the popcorn, right? <laughs> sure. That is dirty. That is hashtag dirty keto. That would be dirty keto. Ooh, I, that diet sounds like the one for me, honey. <laughs> sounds pretty naughty. I'm here for dirty keto. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, you all, you've gotten the update. Let's go ahead and get into our Honest Tea Spill of the Week so we can get into the episode. Uh, Honest Tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you all of the tea with this episode. Who's ready to get into some rusicals? I am. I'm actually really pumped for the Rusical. I'm always excited for the Rusical episode. I like to see the queen shine. So let's get into it. Yes, bitch. I'm here for it. I love all the history that I learned from the Rusicals. It's so informative. (laughs) (laughs) Was it? (laughs) Yeah. Did you learn a lot? Yeah, I learned. Was it like the disco (laughs) mentory? I learned that uh, Facebook was actually called Fistbook. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. And unfortunately, I missed Fistbook because that sounds like a really interesting social network to join. (laughs) I feel like like that probably exists, like Fistbook. Like, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to look at because wasn't the predecessor. It was Fister. Yeah, Fister. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My brain right now. Oh, Friendster. Friendster, that's yeah. it. Never mind. Sorry, everybody. Mercy. <sighs> so, Gotta get my mind out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wasn't really sure what we were getting into this week with the Rusical, and I can't say that it was bad, but I can't say that I was super into it either. We were saying that, you know, this wasn't... Oh, my gosh. Look at that fucking dirty possum. <gasps> sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. It's, Ooh. It's Why is a possum got to be dirty? There's a possum Ew. under our porch, and it just crawled out from that under bastard. the porch. I cannot. Oh, no. Uh-uh. We sound so country. Is he looking at you? Like, <laughs> it went back under there. He's like, oh, it's a nice day out. It's like Let the groundhog. Just... Oh, my God. He saw a shadow oh, and went back oh under the God. porch. Oh, my gosh. 
just to update everybody, it just gave Jamal and Sony the finger and crawled back under the. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. It gives me so much anxiety because Eddie, he still has one more round of shots and these dogs, like they will go after it. And now there's two of them. Yeah. It's crawling. Oh my gosh. Again. Ew. Ew. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's doing the nene. Oh my God. It's doing the nene. It's whipping its hair back and forth. This thing is disgusting. I hate this thing. They're so gross. (laughs) They're so gross. I'm trying to get a picture. Pos- oh no, she possum don't. Ew, um, oh that didn't gosh. work. <laughs> <laughs> no, that did not. Jamal was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I got you on camera. Get off my porch. <laughs> Get off my fucking lawn. It's on the porch now. <laughs> I'm getting pictures of all of this through the window. These are gonna be some grand yes. ass iPod pictures, by the way. So you're gonna be like, I think that's a possum. I can't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> might be rental from far away. Look at that <laughs> bitch. Don't know. Oh, ah. hell no. God. We need to call somebody. Yeah. Oh, my God. It just death dropped. It's like it's mocking you guys. Oh, All my right. gosh. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I was just, oh, my gosh. Ugh. That possum is in full drag just mocking us. It bothers the fuck out of me, that thing. Ew. Ew. It's got to go. Maybe you guys could ha- have like a third pet. Because I feel like Eddie and the possum would get along together. Oh, they're so gross. I have this like, sounds a like a children's book, Eddie and the possum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get, to, get, get to work, Stoney. <laughs> Trademark, copyright, bitch. <laughs> Verbal copyright. Okay, my apologies again. Where were we? We're talking about fist book. <laughs> oh, okay, we're talking about fisting. I remember now. <laughs> Got it. Yes. <laughs> How can I forget? <laughs> It's just a deep <laughs> subject. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So at the very top of the show, Lala Ri has sashayed away. Bye, Lala. We're going to miss your good juju in the workroom. We sure will. Now we're just stuck with Elliot with three Ks. I know. <laughs> Oopsies. I said it. <laughs> Listen, if the shoe fits, honey. Yes, and that shoe fit real tight. It was made for her. Like a lost slipper, bitch. <laughs> this is just like, yes. poor, like, it just sucks because, like, Elliot. No, I, poor Elliot. I, yeah. I wasn't going to say no. poor Elliot, but, like, I just feel bad because it's like I wanted to, like, root for her, but. We were rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting now for you. Now it's just like Elliot with three Ks. <laughs> I've <laughs> like, never yelled at a girl like this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, girl, can you guys just go back and edit her out? Give her that sherry pie edit real quick. It's just so disappointing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Two seasons in a row, girl. What gives? <laughs> yeah, can't y'all just hire some like non-problematic hoes? I don't get it. We are, will... the, are the gays just the worst? TFC Pod volunteers as tribute to be screeners for the next season. Yeah, we'll just kiki with all the potential queens for like a little bit. Get all their like, social show... medias. That's right. Gather their socials and we'll just, you know, string right through it and see what's going on in there. Yep. And then I'll question the bitch and see how she responds. And that will be (laughs) whether she gets on the show or not, how she responds. How do you feel about black girl magic? (laughs) Well, I like it if they're not too aggressive. (laughs) How? (laughs) What's your interpretation of the whiz? Yeah. Do you want to do a racist interpretation of the one thing in the whiz that was like not helpful to black people? Ugh. Okay. Okay. You're not on the show either. 
but also tied to gentrification. It's just, I don't know. We're going to talk about it when we get to it, but I'm just like, this whole thing with the taxi is just so stupid. Yeah, um, that was a good tease. I I just like to start the episode by reading all the girls to Phil, so I feel like we've done that. (laughs) We love receipts. (laughs) Um, So after Lala's elimination, the girls are back in the workroom, and Denali is still in her head worried about being forgettable and thinks that, you know, she had the best outfit on the runway, as she thinks every week. (laughs) I'm glad that she got it off of her chest, um we can call it what we want. Like, you know, I have to be the best number one, you know, like Leah, Michelle and Glee's character. What was her name? Rachel Berry. Very that, but you know, Denali has been busting their ass. So at least they can be honest about it and be like, Hey, this is how I feel. I know I look great. What's the problem. So, um, it was, it was interesting to see the Queens react to that. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what we were talking about. Stoney's still looking at the possum, you guys. Denali feeling forgettable. <laughs> Remember, she had her whole monologue when she came into the workroom, and she was like, "Girl, I know I look good, and they just I don't like, see me." I'm sorry, I literally zoned out during the, just like now, so I had no idea. But um, just like all the listeners, when they when my voice is on the podcast, but I mean, no. it's a lot to recover. We just had a whole gay freak out on the pod. Um, but yeah, with <laughs> but with Denali though, <laughs> I I felt the same way because I just feel like Denali has not gotten any credit at all this season, and she's had some of the best looks, and she's been pretty solid in all the challenges. So I don't know. I was just I I think she has a right to bitch about like not getting any critiques. I don't know. I mean, I don't I I don't have anything against Denali. I like Denali, but it's just really been getting on my nerves like all the queens being like, "Well, I deserve to win and I'm so <laughs> upset that I didn't win." I'm like, yeah. "Jesus Christ, gay. Like let somebody else fucking let someone else in the community have a goddamn gold badge. Jesus Christ." Well, that's I, know. I, I just I don't really that pisses me off too like when the queens are like that because it's generally just annoying yeah but i will make an exception this one time (laughs) just for denali this one time because we do feel like she could have at least got a note or two like she wasn't asking for the win she was just wanting critiques but um yeah it kind of sounded like she was asking for the win though (laughs) oh well okay i mean I was going to say, we're all from, the three of us, we're from a time where not everybody gets a blue ribbon. She did get top two of the week um, with Raja and Raven. Yes, yes, that's true. But we can't all, like, win all the time. Like, sometimes you don't win, and that's okay. You work harder next time. I know it's like a mind fuck, probably, on that show, but girl, let's move forward. But did she get a repeater badge? No, she didn't. Not this time. Not this time. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like put like Veronica and Green and Denali in the same room together. Oh, and they fuck. Like, <laughs> That's the show I don't want to watch, girl. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm with Seth. No. I'm wa- if I did have to watch it, I would be putting it on mute and reading the subtitles. <laughs> but you don't know girl, what they're capable of together. You don't know what we're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a repeater badge. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got COVID. Yeah, that's what you got, bitch. (laughs) Love you, Veronica. Love you, girl, sort of. Anyways, (laughs) now we skip 
uh, you know, we're skipping right to the maxi challenge again. This happened in the UK episode this week as well. Mm-hmm. Trend alert. <laughs> Trend alert. No mini challenge. <laughs> Rusical bitch. Yes. Category is Rusicals. Who are best? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, so we skip right to the maxi challenge this week. The girls will be starring in social media, the unverified Rusical. Interesting concept. It's uh, fitting for the times. You know, this is going to be a hit or a big old flop. Yes, girl. And of course, you know, we get to the funnest part of the Rusical, dividing up the roles. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Who wants it the most? Yes. All right. One, two, three, fight. So the gag of it all was there was no mini challenge this week and they created one. Yes. <laughs> they did. Yes. Work. <laughs> so I guess technically Rosé won the mini challenge this week. Oh shit. I'm going to update the points. Cause I- no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Whatever. Actually do it. I'm going to lose this one anyways. That's hilarious. But, um, yeah, so basically, um, you know, when they're dividing the roles, most everyone's like being pretty like, oh, I want this, that's fine, I want this, okay, cool. But Denali is like really getting put through the gauntlet in the role selection because <laughs> she is like, well, I want to be Lady Tweets, and, and Utica's like, actually, like I already said I wanted to be that, and I'm not backing down this week because I got screwed over last week, so <laughs> yeah, bye. Yeah, Utica came right out and said it. She, you know, I respect a real bitch utica was like look i did that shit last week and i'm so tired so i am not budging this week bitch and i stand for it um denali did have to like fight to the death though it was like oh so rough to watch yeah i feel like utica i don't know like she deserved that role because like i don't know she was nice last week so it's kind of like okay she gets to get her pick now but yeah I do feel bad, like, Denali, just, like, everything she wants, you're just like, no, sorry, sis. (laughs) (laughs) She just has to accept it. (laughs) Enter Gia Gun. What you think you're gonna do isn't (laughs) not what what you're gonna gonna do. do. So then, of course, you know, uh, Denali misses out on Lady Tweets. So then Rosé says, well, I want to do Foxy. This is, like, my jam. This is my lane. Let's do this. And so that's actually the other person that Denali wanted to be besides Lady Tweets. So now, of course, they're like, well, how how do we do this? So the girls make them audition for the part. (laughs) Listen, fair is fair. You know, I think it was a fair way, but I'd be like so annoyed. Low key be like, ugh, you hoes like no notice, like on the spot audition. Yeah, it was just like traumatizing, I feel like, too, for Denali because it's like, okay, now all you bitches are going to vote for Rose in front of me. <laughs> well, and it's just adding on to all of that like mental baggage, just like, uh, the judges don't see me. Now I'm not going to get a part that stands out. They're not going to see me this week. But honestly, though, like, I think, I don't know how to say this without it sounding mean, but. I think Rosé just has a higher perception of what her skills are than where they are actually at because <laughs> she's very like in confident. The past, yeah. She's like, I want the big role that will stand out. I want this. And, sh- and it's always like whenever she's got it before in the past, she's kind of flopped. 
Yeah, no, that's that's a valid point. So I was happy to see they kind of worked on that and turned it around this episode. Because I right, was definitely then, thinking that. Yeah, because, I mean, she got the perfect role for her this time. Like, she did a great job. So it's yeah. like, girl, like, and then don't be a butthurt person when you don't get your role. Like, uh, I don't even want to do the rusical anymore. <laughs> yeah, you got to, yeah. like, just be on board and suck it up and do it. We were just talking about, on a past episode, putting your face on. Like, when you don't want to go to work, like, you have to show up for the gig, sis. Sorry about it. You're <laughs> this is what you're here for. If you don't want to do the rusical, you can just go home. Bye, Jenny Lemon. <laughs> so then the sirens go off and Anne Hathaway appears on the screen to give the queens a little a pep talk, a little uh little chat session with her hives. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was really cool and I was wondering why the Devil Wears Prada was playing before the episode came on. Yes, such like subliminal messaging, <laughs> such a good tie-in. VH1's like on it. I thought it was a fun little moment though because um I thought it was going to be a video the way the previews show for the episode, but it was like a interactive Zoom call and they got to ask her questions because of course Queen Anne has been in all kinds of movies, some of your favorites probably, and musicals, Les Mis and more. So she knows what she's talking about. And she's a fan. And she let us know that she was the ninth choice for Devil Wears Prada. Crazy. That's crazy to me because she did such a great job in that movie. That's wacky town. I just want to know who the eight people were ahead of her. Right? Probably Scarlett Johansson. Who's that other annoying one? <laughs> oh, um, the one from Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Blake Jennifer Lively. Gardner was probably one of them. Jennifer Gardner, Jennifer Aniston, Blake Lively. I mean, let's just put all the fucking basic white bitches in this role. Blair Waldorf. Yeah, I don't know, girl. <laughs> probably JoJo Siwa. I don't know. <laughs> that movie Spears. would not be the same without her. So that was very like wild hearing that. Yeah, that worked out really well for us. Totally. Yeah, we dodged a bullet for sure. That is one of my (laughs) favorite movies. (laughs) Could you imagine, like, when Sherry Pie auditioned for that? It's just like... She's like, actually, I think she was using her stage name, Allison Mossy. Uh, She's like, Allison Mossy. So they didn't realize it was a drag queen auditioning. (laughs) They chose between Allison Mossy and um, (laughs) and her. Hathaway. (laughs) But... (laughs) Allison never showed up, so they gave it to yeah. her. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> she just kept Venmoing money for me for us to get naked. It's How weird. did we get here? I don't know. Sorry for this episode, y'all. I'm feeling some type of way today. <laughs> <sighs> so fun. All right, let's let's get back to it, you all. Um, so yeah, so this was really cute. Uh, Got Mick was really smart and asked Anne, like, what should you do if you don't get the part you want? Because, you know, Denali was being a little Sour Sally still at this point. Yes, very in their feelings. Yes, girl. And so then, you know, Denali gets some confidence back and is like, yes, we're queen, mama, <laughs> auntie, <laughs> and <laughs> she's ready. Death drop, double kick, pirouette, turn, split. Yes, girl. Look, I'm a dancer. (laughs) No, this was a good moment for Denali because this is something we should remember about ourselves every day, no matter what industry we're in, if whether you're in school or just working, whatever you're doing in your day to day, like just do your best and steal the show. Like just go out there and slay that shit and someone's going to notice you. 
Definitely. So then the girls go to record the rusical with Michelle Visage. She did not have her birthmark vajazzled this episode. <laughs> no, she did not. But she looked um, <laughs> like a very fancy pirate. Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of digging this like gray black hair look thing for her. Oh, yeah. There's just so many options for like she's had so many great hairstyles with it so far. It looks really good. I like the whole look. That wasn't shade. Um, I didn't know what else to call it. Yes, girl. Old lady rocker chic. Well, she's like a spicy she, grandma. Does she debut that on her quarantine show, Sony? The gray? Yeah. Yeah, it was because of like COVID and then like. I think all the fans were like, yes, mama, yes. work. And then she was like, fine, I'll yes. like, leave a streak in. We'll compromise. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going full gray. It works for Silly her. Queens. It works for her. And shout out to that Zoom, um, that quarantine show, How's Your Head, Hun? It was actually pretty funny. Yes. I still haven't watched that yet. It's, it's so cute. Good. It's cute. Nice. Well, I will put that on my list of shows to watch. I have a list now. (laughs) People are always recommending me great shows to watch. So the list grows. So let's see. And while recording the song, Utica, Elliot, and Simone are the queens that are having the most trouble with the singing. Elliot's just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, girl, are you singing or? (laughs) Elliot was doing something, feeling her best mirror fantasy or something. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't get the impression that uh, Candy's verse was going to be auto-tuned when she was recording it. <laughs> it's like, oh, how shit. do you, like, I don't know, girl. Like, was she bad or was that supposed to happen? <laughs> I don't know. Is LinkedIn that hype? I don't know. LinkedIn turned into the pussycat dolls, though. <laughs> For real. Like, <laughs> blowing up my buttons, baby. Oh, uh-huh. That's my jam. Don't you come for buttons? Uh. <laughs> she had buttons on that <laughs> horrible outfit she was wearing the rusical. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to wear this wig that just uh, all the hair fa- falls in my face <laughs> when I dance. So, Also, like, I don't, we'll get into it, but like, Candy just like, laying on the floor like that one part of the rusical where she's just like it like she just looks like she's laying on the floor i'm like what are you doing yeah <laughs> she spent like she spent a so- i clocked it she spent a solid 10 minutes doing the wop on the floor this episode <laughs> i mean that would probably be I me like, what? I, i'd be like i can't get up now so <laughs> Ow, i hurt my back getting down here you guys are just gonna have to go on without me oh my <laughs> gosh this rusical y'all this rusical <laughs> So uh, after this recording session, the girls go into choreo rehearsal with Jamal Sims. Back, back, back again. Yes, honey. We're breaking it down. Um, Jamal's got his titties out for the girls. (laughs) Sounds like something a Jamal would do. Yeah, I was like, "Mm, okay. I didn't know those were there. (laughs) Jamal's like, this is the COVID uh, special. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I got to give the girls a tease since everyone's in COVID. So, you know, I got to give them something. Got me yeah. was like, yes, Jamal, like keep showing me moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Jamal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I was yeah, Jamal's always fun to have on the show. Like always a, has a great attitude. You know, some of the other choreographers are kind of like, you know, um, who's the one? Todrick's kind of like like sassy and like yeah. the drill sergeant or whatever. Yeah. But Jamal works better with the Queens. I think he like really takes the time to make sure like he puts it in a way that the Queens can understand. Yeah. 
I agree. What happened to Todrick anyway? Did he see not allowed on the show anymore? I don't know, girl. He's probably going to be back, I would imagine, at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. He's out here on YouTube still. He just moved into a new house and shit. It's gorgeous, of course. Oh, word. But, um, hey, Tadre. <laughs> hey, Queen. Um, Jamal. Do you need a roommate, girl? <laughs> <laughs> He's got plenty of room. That house is so big. Oh, my gosh. Um, I promise not to critique your business practices if you let me ah! stay with you. Uh. <laughs> Um, Jamal does have like a more natural flow with the girls. It's kind of more like he makes sure the job is going to get done, but he pushes them in a way that's very comfortable. Yeah, that's like, and that's like half the job. Like if you're only watching the show, you're only seeing half of the action because the other (laughs) half of the action, (laughs) well, one quarter of the action is Jamal giving them instructions and then another eighth is um oh, i don't know gosh it's so hard to divide up the show i just know that untucked is you're you're seeing the other half of the show mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i mean really though as a choreographer i think that is really like invaluable to be able to have that sort of bond with the people that you are working with and to be able to make them feel comfortable because then they'll be more willing to work with you That's right. So in the choreography session, Utica is really struggling to learn her choreography. She kind of was like looking like a little leprechaun up there doing like a little jig, you know, because she's so (laughs) tall and lanky. Yeah. And she's already got a mouthful with her verse. And the queens are like, okay, queen, you wanted this part. So you better turn it out. So there's all kinds of pressure flying at Miss Gangly um, Utica. (laughs) Yeah. I was like worried for her. (laughs) I mean... But it seems like she really got the verses down. And it was kind of funny, though. She, like, totally was making fun of, um, who was it, Simone? The one that couldn't pick up the choreo right away? Uh, Yeah, she so was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was funny. Um, Also, Gottmik is struggling compared to Denali because, you know, Denali is such a good dancer. So we see uh, Gottmik struggling a little bit. Yes, and I'm so glad that she was able to turn it up in the end because I was like, don't do this, queen. You need to push through the rusical. You're on your come up. You need to get through this bitch. Yeah. So the next day, the girls are getting ready for the rusical. Candy brings up her meme that went viral, the one of her sitting alone in the VIP. (laughs) That was, I remember when that happened. That was a funny meme. (laughs) Like everybody was retweeting that shit when that happened. And, and recreating it like all the rue girls were like yes. sitting alone in the vip <laughs> yeah yeah so many would go live and sit there like <laughs> yes that was really funny and and i think i think it's still going i don't think that memes died yet no i see it from time to time still none of the memes ever truly die <laughs> yeah just like cancel culture you can't really cancel somebody true yeah but that's another topic for another day that's right <laughs> that's right so uh, Rosé brings up that Tina used to date Graham Norton, which you already would have known if you listened to our Meet the Queens episode. Yes, that's old news, honey. So we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to rehash any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe some of those looks Yeah, <laughs> from back then. I will say... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I will say that um, Graham Norton um, has aged very well. I that, feel like. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. And Tina kind of hasn't. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, Tina looked kind of cute in the pictures with Graham, but now I'm just like, Ugh. well, it doesn't help that she's wearing red and yellow like daily. Yeah, those are not my color schemes. <laughs> I mean, it's just like kissing your uncle, really. It's it washes her out. Nobody's color scheme. Like that's the place you go to like, like eat McDonald's food. Like it's not a color yeah. scheme anymore. Yeah, just waiting for the Hamburglar to touch you inappropriately in the ball pit. <laughs> I'm like, girl, no one wants to be there. <laughs> Don't go to the ball pit. <laughs> you never know what's lurking down there. It could be Tina Burner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into our discussion about the Rusical. What did you all think? Who are the standouts for you? Well, of course, Rosé did a good job in the main role. She's just so natural. We saw that in um, the vocal and choreo practice. She's We just knew she was going to tear this up. Um, I've been getting just the Jan edit vibes with Rosé this entire season. So I was happy to see her kind of shine in a way that Jan did not get to. Um, not to compare them all the time, but they're sisters. So I was like, don't do this to Rosé on the same episode. Yeah. Y'all did this to Jan. So um, I'm glad she turned it out. And of course, Olivia just has like a natural energy on the stage. There's just no denying the presence and just it's it's not fair. She doesn't even have to try, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> And where did that voice come from? Like, I did not peg Olivia as a singing queen, right. but she's got the runs, honey. Like, she has a great yeah. voice. Secret weapons. I just don't understand how Olivia can literally walk out like on... Like she was in the musical in a like a t shirt and jeans and like that and just like made it look like amazing. I'm just like yeah, like I don't know. I feel like she should be an actress. Like she reminded me of, like just like some nerdy chick like in a superhero movie or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like <laughs> damn. Like Olivia is such a star. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she had to wear that though because of Rue's sponsorship with Old Navy. Oh. <laughs> I think that's why she wore the jeans and t shirt. Yeah, oh, no, there's okay. no, I don't want to see no fucking Old Navy. <laughs> uh, I don't see any fucking Old Navy on the runway. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Actually, we're, Old Navy's allowed because they paid Rue, though. True. Yeah. Yeah. So Old Navy's fine. <laughs> Clear. Whew. Okay. Whew. I thought Utica did a really good job. They were kind of showing her struggling throughout the choreography and this, the recording, but in the end, Utica really turned it out. She did pull it together. It cracks me up how like tall and thin they are. It's just like, oh my gosh, watching them move is such a treat. But she she ended up getting there in the end. Yeah, I, I liked hers too, and like it was fun like listening to her like kind of her verses were about like Twitter and stuff. So I don't know. I really um, enjoyed that part of it. Like her part made more sense, I think, than some of the others. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was interesting because they're like, oh, go faster. Oh, faster. Because, you know, I guess that's, you know, just kind of how like Twitter works is like it's a very fast paced. You only can type in a certain amount of characters. Oh, and it's my like gosh. A threat. Like I thought of like, you know, how like people have long ass threads. And oh, then yeah. Also, the fact like Twitter, you like doom scroll constantly. So. Well, listen, that <laughs> and if you use TweetDeck, holy shit, if you have like a bunch of columns set up and there's like multiple rows of tweets happening, like you have to close that tab sometimes or you might have a seat right yeah <laughs> definitely definitely Woo. um who have we talked oh what do we think of tina burner as the mc i thought it was fitting for tina burner um 
I, you know, it's Tina Burner. I thought that she could have pushed it a little more just because it did feel like, you know, this is something she does. So you kind of want to see her go above and beyond and really give it to the judges, not just treat it like another night at the gig. Um, I was confused why she stopped singing at the end too. Like it wasn't like that dramatic pause, you know, when the note ends at the musical and then the character is doing something and finishing up the scene, but it's like, girl, your voice is still going. So that threw everybody off. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that devastating, but it threw people off. I didn't think it was that de- devastating either at first. Like I thought, okay, Michelle, just like whatever. But then I rewatched it back and I was like, it is kind of devastating. <laughs> that's, that's like the big ending, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And she just like literally stops. And she specifically <laughs> asked Anne Hathaway a question like how to die. And it's like, girl, that's what you came up with. So well, Anne, and Anne Hathaway's answer was make as much noise as you can. And she literally stopped lip syncing. Oh, op- yes. She did the opposite. Yep. Yeah. She did not take Anne's advice. Um, and also too, like, you know, we saw, uh, Tina do really well in the bossy Rossi show. Like she had like super hype energy, like blah, 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 blah. Like, but I think in, in this challenge, like the energy wasn't quite there for me. Like right. I, it wasn't in the vocal. So she could, you can't elevate it if it's not in the vocal. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was, it wasn't bad, but it was a little disappointing. Yeah. That's why I say, like, you know, don't treat it like it's another night at the gig. Like, you know, you're on RuPaul's drag race. Like be the ringmaster yeah yeah um also oh shoot the like, russians were wow. great yeah i like the russians a lot i thought that um um uh, got mick was perfect denali did a really really good job she actually got a good role for her that helped her to stand out that's right just having that little moment with Anne hathaway changed their mindset and i thought that they both really came through because got mick was a little nervous to dance next to denali but I think in the end their energy matched and they were feeding off of each other and they really did steal the show. Yeah, it was definitely, it was like one of the like more fun parts of the musical. I thought was the Russian. So yeah, good. That was a good role for them. (laughs) Ruin. What did they say? Ruin USA. (laughs) Yeah. Ruin USA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like the little Chicago reference too in the musical when all of the different social platforms were coming out. Oh yeah, I was just pointing that out to Stony how that was um from Chicago specifically. That was cute. Yeah, I like that. The the little rain on my parade reference was cute. It was nice that they threw in like those little references throughout the musical. Mm-hmm. I think for people who are not familiar with musicals, it might have been like, oh my gosh, what the hell is this about? So I think that's why right. it landed so differently. <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right. Well, that was the musical. I'm trying to think if there's anyone. Oh, El- we guess we don't really talk about Elliot. I thought as, as tick, talk tick or whatever, like. Yeah, we didn't talk about some of the girls. Like, you know, Candy's hair know. was all in her face. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't really understand the whole TikTok segment, like the flashlights. I didn't know if that was supposed to be them, like, on their phones, maybe, like, talking to their yeah. devices. I just yeah. didn't get it. And Elliot's on my nerves. So I was just like, what the fuck's going I on? I mean, with Elliot, like, I thought it was fine. But yeah, I just didn't get it either, really. It- her section was kind of boring. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, is this what, like, Gen Z is supposed to look like? Was that what she was trying to imitate? Like, I'm like, that, I don't know. That wasn't where my mind went when I, like, 
looked at her outfit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Enough of that. But uh, let's ju- let's just take a quick little break here. We'll come back and discuss the runway with you all. Sounds like a plan. See you soon. Mm. <laughs> okay, now we can go. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back, back, back again to RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Thanks for coming. We are going to talk to you about the runway. Yes, category is? Category is Tina Burner. (laughs) (laughs) Tina's like, I'm so amped for this. (laughs) This is the best. Like, they can't even get mad I'm wearing yellow this runway. (laughs) And then Rosé's like, what, did somebody say orange? <laughs> orange? You leave so Rosé alone. <laughs> yeah, she was giving you the easy Mac yellow. Yeah, she was, girl. That fucking powdery <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, well, let's start with... Um, well, let's start with whoever you want to talk about. I guess we don't have to talk about all the queens. Who do you like the best? You know, I actually did not mind Tina Burner's look. Uh, you know, it was yellow on Tina Burner again, but I think just seeing her in a black, luscious wig did something for me. I don't know. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I thought this was a cute look. Like, my thing with Tina is, like, does everything have to be, like, a public utility? Like, it's always, like, yeah. okay. Fire engines. Let's do the fire department. And I'm going to do, like, the taxi driver. Yeah, like, <laughs> can we just <laughs> Police <do> department. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just Painter suit. ready for a non-public utility as her runway look. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not yellow, orange, or red. Yeah. I mean, this one she couldn't help, like, because she had to do yellow, but... Um, she had permission to do yellow. <laughs> but I also, she sure did. I feel like we should also, since we're talking about the taxi look, just go ahead and talk about Elliot. Uh, oh, all right, Jamal, what you got yeah. for us? Mercy, Queen. Okay, so I guess some of the dolls on Twitter came for Elliot when she, you know, referenced the Wiz iconic um, remake of The Wizard of Oz starring Diana Ross and Michael Jackson, released in the 70s. Um I've seen this film at least three times. It's huge in the black community, of course, um, because of the underlying messaging attached to the movie and just kind of the, um, you know, showing what it's like to be a black person in society through this gorgeous lens that is The Wizard of Oz. But um, Elliot with three Ks said that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) well, should I I just read the tweet? Yeah, Stoney has a tweet pulled up, so let's read the tweet. So this is the now-deleted tweet. It's no longer on her Twitter page, but basically the tweet... uh, So it's a picture of her look, and she says, Toot, toot, beep, beep. My inspiration for my taxi look was the taxi from the movie The Wiz. Look it up. It's everything. Ease on down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a couple things here. 
So, okay. <laughs> if you watch The Wiz, there are a couple points in the movie. Um, one being right when she arrives to what is Oz in the in the movie, which is like the big city in The Wiz. And Dorothy cannot get a, a cab because she's black. Um, she sees the cabs and they quickly turn their service lights to off duty because she is a black woman in the 70s. <laughs> So um, I think Elliot's like, okay, look it up. I think that the queen did not reach far enough, you know, because Elliot told us we're reaching because we're coming for those edges, those ignorant edges she's got, those raggedy, ignorant-ass edges. Real crunchy edges. She's telling us we're reaching, and she did not reach far enough into her comprehension bag as it relates to this song specifically, Ease On Down the Road, because you had to walk, you know, even if you don't have any shoes. Keep on walking. Um, You know, things are going to be hard, but keep going. You know, read the lyrics to this song, Elliot, and anyone else who is unfamiliar. And it says it all right there. It's just the plight of a black person. And even the notion of like the big city, we're seeing that today. Um, Gentrifiers moving into black and brown neighborhoods, um, taking over properties and stores and businesses that, you know, are, were ours, for lack of a better phrase or reference. And now we're being told, you know, you're not welcome in your own space. So we're just going to push you out with the money or you can't afford to get these places. You can't even get a cab. So Elliot, this was a opportunity for you (laughs) to have a moment of learning and, you know, sharing this with the fandom. And instead you went right into that defensive bag like you did when you, um, twisted what black girl magic meant and said Simone was aggressive or not aggressive, whatever. Um, This could have been an education moment. And instead you're just kind of turning off comments because you know, you're wrong and you're sitting in your stank, you know, you're wrong. So um, that says everything it needs to right there. And I just wish that you would do better and help people learn out here, especially in 2021. Because also, too, like, when Elliot, like, is walking the runway, like, he gets to the end of the runway and even kind of, like, snarls. Like, he's almost, like, saying, no, you can't get in the taxi. Yeah. And that was a fair inside of the jacket, if I'm being real petty, that no black person then would have been able to afford. Right. (laughs) Well, and it's just, I mean, I didn't really know, like, what, like, I didn't, I've never seen The Wiz. So, like, whenever Elliot posted that tweet, like... I was just like, I don't get like why this is an issue. And then I like looked it up and like learned about it. And I'm like, oh, I could see why like that's like terrible what she's like tweeting. But like, it's just so stupid because Elliot like already has like all this this track record of saying like problematic things and Candy saying like all the microaggressions and stuff like that. And it's like every week and you can't even (laughs) just say, oops, my bad. But it's like, right. The, the bad thing about the tweet is she was like, look it up, do some research. It's amazing. And it's like, like, are you that stupid? Like, do, because like, clearly you did because you sis. didn't, it's either went over your head completely right. or you didn't like yeah. research it. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> it was an honest mistake, but le- the way you are reacting is the problem with, you know, a big chunk of white America, get out of your feelings and learn and do better. Like we, we all fuck up sometimes just own it and move on. And yeah, she should have just been like, oops, my bad. Like I didn't realize <laughs> And, like, moved on, but instead she's like, y'all are reaching, and, like, turns off comments. 
So yeah, it's just instead like, she's she's taking the free Britney approach. She's like, "Oops, I did it again." <laughs> Trinity Junior is what we're calling yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. We we nicknamed her Trinity Junior. We like to turn off the comments, not address our remarks. Yeah, I just wish people would do better. And um, yeah, I mean, The Wiz is a great piece of black art. Um, it's a big thing for black culture, but I think everybody should check it out. It's um, a great piece of art and work, in my opinion. Definitely. I, I'd seen it like once or twice, but it has been a, a real long time since I've watched it. So that reference did not like immediately pop up. So I, I'm glad that you guys found that and, and brought it to us and brought it to our attention because I'm sure a lot of people listening don't know the reference either. I'm just guessing. So don't mean to de- to uh, demean anybody listening to the no, podcast no, or whatever. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Shout out to um, XD from Jaden XD for putting me on this morning with the tweet. Yes, educating us, girl. Let's talk about a really good look. Let's talk about Rosé, because I really love this mask reference. Me too. Oh my gosh. The VHS. My, my brother and I would kill this tape. We watched it all the time. Rewind, bitch. Um, make sure you don't pull the tape out of the thing. Like, if you ruin this tape, I will kill you. Like, it was one of our favorite movies. So I love seeing this from Rosé. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the throwback um, to that movie. It was just such an iconic movie for, like, 90s kids, I feel like. Yeah, and Jim Carrey was, like, huge at the time. Yeah. And I think, you know, Rosé did a really good job of emulating having the mask on. And um, I don't know. I thought at first I did think I was on Rosé's team. I was like, yeah, that's yellow. But then once they started saying (laughs) orange, I was like, oh, now I kind of see orange. Well, and then, like, during Untucked, she, like, laid down next to the orange floor, and it was like, yeah, that's orange. Uh, yeah, like, oh, it is orange. Like, at first, I was like, no, it's yellow. What, the, what are they talking about? Then I'm like, no, girl, it's orange. Rosé was just serving you a good um, thick school bus, lacquered yellow. Well, I mean, that she was trying to match the suit from the, the mask, and that was more of a, like, darker yellow. Yeah. Now, I could argue this for Rosé, because I actually like a mustard tone. Now, this wasn't mustard, but like Seth just said, there's like a dark yellow, so there are darker yellows, people. Yeah, definitely. And another look that I really wanted to talk about, I kind of wish we had the bat here, but this is uh, Candy Muse's tribute to Beyonce. They don't love you like I love you. Hold up, hold up. That's right. Iconic Oscar De La Renta number. Uh, How could you not remember this? Uh, good job, Candy. I wish, she, yeah. I wish she was swinging the bat, though. Like, just go full lemonade, girl. We needed hot sauce. You know, I would trade hot sauce for the um, the sunflowers in the hair. That's a, sh- um, you know, nod to her pregnancy photos, the queen. Yeah. I wish she would have, like, had a baseball bat under her dress and just pulled it out. That was hot sauce. Reveal. I got hot sauce in my bag. That was hot sauce. Yeah. And Olivia was gorgeous, of course. Like, my gosh, pageant queen down, but just a vision. Yeah, she was beautiful. And, I mean, imagine her with that reveal or even Dan lip syncing in after the reveal. Like, oh, that would have yeah. been a sick look. Oh, totally. Yeah, That's right. I also, I really liked Utica's look. We're getting a little Betsy Ross here. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I really am liking the patchwork outfits that she's wearing. More Utica vibes. I was feeling it. I thought it was a safe look. Um, it wasn't my f- top favorite of the night, but I thought that she looked really great on the runway. 
Yeah. Definitely. Definitely Utica style. <laughs> what did you think of um, Simone's, like, The Sound of Music leader Hosen? <laughs> I thought it was cute. Very hip-hop and very sexy and playful. I liked it a lot, Simone. Yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed the jacket moment and all that, so that was fun. Versace, she says. Yes, girl. Well, I oh, and Denali was okay. Okay, now we talked about them all. <laughs> <laughs> Denali looked cool, but yeah. Oh, did we say Gottmik or Gottmik? No, we didn't talk about Gottmik. I was just kind of like, I mean, the outfit wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, she we was, know like, Gottmik is a supermodel at this point. Yeah, it's just like it's just like good. It's like Gottmik always just wears these good outfits. So that was a that was pretty fun runway in the end. Um, so then. Let's see. So then in the end, Rosé does win this challenge. So she's uh, one up Jan. I bet Jan was real salty about that one back home. <laughs> I could just see Jan looking at her screen. Well, we watched um, her on um, Pit Stop with Trixie. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Was she like, she, <laughs> she was gracious about it. Yeah. You know, it's her sister. They were talking yeah. a lot about her, uh, her like meme, meme moment basically. And how like, how fun it was that it's like still exists and like people use it all the time for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'll always, that'll be one of the ones you always go to for sure. Absolutely. Not this. (laughs) Congratulations, Rose though. Well-deserved. She slayed the number. She sounded great. She looked great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She absolutely deserved it. Um, So then we find Candy and Simone in the bottom two, I guess. Those two were pretty justified. Like we said earlier, Candy was like, her hair was in her face. You couldn't really even see if she was singing the words. And Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then poor Simone. Like, the one thing she can do confidently is rock a look on that runway. And you could just feel she was out of her box and comfort zone during the musical. So I'm I'm sad she didn't push stronger through that. But totally justified, these bottom two. Yeah, because yeah, she had her sunglasses on, and you could still see her thinking, like, yeah. even through her sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really shocked me how bad she flopped in this challenge. I mean, she just had a bad week, but I don't know. She's, like, good at, like, the acting and stuff, so it surprised me that she wasn't good at the musical. I know. She didn't take notes from Queen Gigi, who did, like, a back handspring after struggling through rehearsals. Yeah, just do a backflip. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so they have a, a good lip sync, and then Simone is safe. So that means that Candy Muse must sashay away. Bye, Candy. <laughs> Bye. The end. Yes, finally, Candy's gone. Yay! We're all <laughs> we're giving you the ending you all wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And then Ruth's like, wait, I'm not ready for you to go home. Mercy. I'm not going to get an Emmy unless you're in a few more episodes. <sighs> what yeah. What dramatics was this? Like, why? Like, did, did Candy's, like, words to Rue touch her that deeply? Like, what do you think? I was just like, wait, Candy, I do want you to leave. Keep going. We just don't need to be saving queens right now. Like, I don't care who it is. Like, the season has been drug out so long. Like, give us a break. Like, there better be a double elimination. I just don't get it because, like, I don't know. Like, after we had the, 
like first four episodes without doing anything like Rue was like from here on out everyone's going home and then like I was like okay cool so we just won't have like a save this season and then like Rue saves Candy I'm just like why like I don't understand why we had to like save somebody <laughs> and, and especially like and y'all know I th- setting my dislike for Candy aside she deserved to go home this week. She yes. has not been doing very well in the past challenges. She's been in the bottom. She's lip synced before, and she didn't do well in the rusical. Like I agree, she, it was her, she deserved to go. to go home. It was her time. There's nothing. There's nothing more that I want to see from Candy, and I don't think there's much more that she can give. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like. Like, Candy struggles with the choreography. Like, she's struggled in all of the challenges that require, like, any type of dancing. So, it's, like, I don't know, like, what Rue thinks she's going to... Like, is it just because of Untucked? Like, she just wants, like, like somebody that argues and stuff? She likes Candy Muse's Untucked? No. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're not going to no. have a narrator. Like, how will the producers know what to do unless Candy's there directing them? Mercy. Well, I think it's time to get a new crew. I just, I don't know. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's just a little boring to I was, me, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, trying to rush the season. Like, I know we shit on American Drag Race sometimes. It's just because it's, like, Drag Race overload. So when you do these little twists that just make the seasons like longer and we know you're going to dump another season on top of us and we love doing the show yes we do but my god rupaul like do we really need <laughs> to keep saving the queens after what is what did it say eight episodes and nine queens remain like the fuck yeah what are we doing like, next week she's gonna be like kamora hall you may return to the competition. Like, is this an episode? Like, is this a season of Real Housewives? Are we going to have twenty-two episodes? Is that what it is? Well, and my thing is too. Like, we're going to like watch like next week or something. Like, Denali will be in the bottom and goes home, and then Some I'm going to be so right? pissed that like I know like one of the queens that I wanted to like do well like just had a bad week or whatever. And it's just like yeah, okay. We don't need to like be wasting our save on candy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, it it is obnoxious. I was like, man, another episode where nobody goes home. So well, and then next week is next week like the COVID special or something, or no, that was this week. I believe it was on Friday, but I haven't watched it yet because I just kind of don't care. Okay, because I was like. Are we going to have, like, another week, like, without somebody eliminated? <laughs> no. I, there better be multiple people eliminated next week because, <laughs> like, knock half the girls out or something. <laughs> We're like, this whole fucking cast better go home next we week. We need at least one double elimination. And I know, like, our name is not on the show, but my gut, my goodness, like, as a viewer, I'm just like, okay, sis, like... Now is where I probably just let the episode stack up and I'll finish it later. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm like, and we we know production listens to the podcast. They like to listen to our uh, critiques and kind of take some of them here and there. So listen to us. And in the future, don't do this to us again, please. I'm just saying, if I did not have a podcast, I might let a couple episodes go. Spoilers and yeah. everything and just watch it later. Just as an honest viewer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, did we get sucked into some like weird like 2020 vortex where like <laughs> it didn't really like time's not even progressing anymore. <laughs> like, 
I don't they know. They just keep showing episode, new episodes of season 13 of Drag Race. <laughs> ah! They're like still filming season 13. Oh, yeah. no. It's like season 13's <laughs> coming to you all 2021 20, long. Oh, shit. The season ends and it goes to like some quarantined mansion where all the girls are living together. Yeah, something's like, I don't oh, know. It just shit. doesn't feel fun. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, one moment I did want to discuss about Untucked is this uh, kind of moment we're seeing between Denali and Rosé. We're kind of seeing this little bond flourish a little bit in, uh, in Untucked. Like, oh, well, you did really good. Oh, you did really good. Oh, just make out already. I'm here for it. I think they would somehow work in a weird way. I think that they would work. Yeah, I thought that was fun. And I don't know. They're- it was cute. Definitely the more likable group of Untucked. So, <laughs> yeah. Can we just? I would <laughs> rather watch them fawn over each other any day. Because, like, can we just say that real quick? Like, I'm so annoyed on Untucked. Like, this is like my bitching <laughs> session right now. But like, I'm gonna let you have it on Go Untucked. Ahead. Like, it's like Tina, Candy, Simone, and there's like one Got Mick. Got Mick, and they're just like we're the best at everything. Olivia sits there quietly. Yeah, and. Like Olivia's <laughs> not getting involved because she knows that's a toxic like friendship circle. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just like, I'm like seriously like if you bitches like end up in the top four, I'm gonna be so annoyed because they're like seriously the most unlikable people of all time. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like it's like we need we need like a more likable top four. We need like Simone. We need um, <laughs> Gottmik. I, I would take Gottmik in the top because I don't think she's as bad as some of the other ones. She, I that... think Gottmik just goes along. I honestly with it. think it's just the combination of Candy and Tina together. Like they kind of infect everyone else with their toxicity. They're so such bulldozers. So it's it like yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I just can't deal if like Candy and Tina are like in the top together. I'm I'm going to like stop watching this show well maybe they'll (laughs) lip sync against each other next week fingers crossed girl like i can handle tina in the top but if i I don't think candy deserves to be in the top based on what we've seen no hell no and that's just being fair and that's the tea let's go ahead and move (laughs) on to (laughs) the fantasy league stony what do you have for us this week so this week on the fantasy league (laughs) after eight full episodes Seth is in last place with 135 points. Ooh. Wow. I'm in second place with 155 points. Ooh. And then Jamal is way in the head or way ahead with 235 points. Slain. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> and let's just recap like real quick who's on my team because I was looking at this and I was just laughing because here's my team. Elliot with three K's. <laughs> um, Candy. And and Denali. So, like, Denali is, like, my only hope, really, at this point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to remember who's on. I have Utica. You, Gottmik. Yeah, you have Gottmik, Utica, and Rosé. Okay. So, I guess I have a pretty decent team, but they're not... So you're telling me even with uh, Rosé winning, I didn't even catch up at all, <laughs> though? No, because the problem is Jamal has Olivia, Simone, and Tina. Well, Tina, Tina doesn't really matter, but Olivia and Simone have won everything. <laughs> so it's like... 
I don't know. That's why he's like 100 points ahead of you. <laughs> Thank you, Queens. Yeah, whatever. Jamal's waving her <laughs> yellow, red, and orange flag, girl. Hey, I will accept it for the crown. Jamal's cheating. <laughs> You've heard it here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. It's been another fun week here. Thanks for coming. The Most Magically Gay Podcast. We made contact with the Brits this week. Thank you again for coming on the show, Beth. Yeah. We loved having you on. That was so fun. Thank you for your time, sis. Thanks. Yes. We'll definitely be working through a few more of you before the season's over. So stay tuned and check your inboxes. Woo. Woo. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, make sure you guys subscribe, like, leave reviews, and then come back next week because we have a whole nother round where hopefully more queens get eliminated. Yes, queen. Let us know who you're standing for on Twitter and let us know who you think should get to boot next. Yeah, and let us know if you thought Candy deserved to go home this week or if she deserved to be saved. Ooh, I'm interested to hear that conversation because, you know, I want to hear other voices just beside. We, we all kind of have the same consensus on Candy, so yes. I, I wouldn't mind hearing some other input about her. That's right. All right, well, we'll see you next week, but until then, bye. 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 Wait, wait, Jamal, Stoney, I'm not ready for you to leave yet. <gasps> Oh my god, don't play with my emotions like that. <laughs> Just kidding, y'all both eliminated. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>